Hello everyone. Welcome back to another segment on Grow God's Light Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the coronavirus, the past, the present, and the future. I have with me a couple of friends and we're going to discuss how we feel about the coronavirus and what's going on in the world today. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hi. I would like to talk to you about um, how do you feel the coronavirus the pandemic is going right now in our world. Okay. Um, let's start from the beginning. I think when it all started, we were full of fear. Um, it was a very frightening time for, I guess, everyone. But with time and having the experience that I think I did, working in the environment that I did, it was not as alarming as I thought it would be, only because what I experienced was based on um, my working environment and not having that initial um fear of seeing the people on ventilators and stuff like that so i developed a different kind of feel towards it i was able to deal with it in a different situation and um with that going forward i began to build a certain amount of respect for the people who had to deal with it um it has changed a lot um, but it has brought a lot of people closer. I think also in this time, um, things have begun to quiet down. That doesn't mean to say that it's over. I just feel that if we rush and open up, then we could be in that phase where we can have a second attack. I just feel like the public need to be respectful. Not everybody was able to experience what we experienced and what we saw. But going forward, I just believe that with proper education, proper respect for um, not only for uh, the outside, but for your family, for your friends, um, and wearing the proper uh, like the face mask and equipment or whatever um, going forward and just being cautious just being aware that it could um, come back it could be um, stirred up again we just need to go forward or move forward with the intent that it could happen it could come back and just be mindful and respectful of others yeah yeah I feel the same way, um, to piggyback off of um, what you said, I mean, in the beginning we were uh, instilled with a large amount of fear because, I mean, of course it was it was an alarming experience, um, it was a new virus and, you know, no one really knew the impact that it would have and it was very impactful, but I think from March up until now, we're a lot more knowledgeable 
and we've um, we've grown from it and we've the more knowledge that we've gained the better that we could um, deal with it and I, I think we have made progress and you know I think we the more knowledge that we gain the better that we we know how to deal with it um, it was a very scary time not knowing and not knowing how to deal with it not knowing how to move forward from it so um, I mean I think you know what would happen and it's unfortunate it's very 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 unfortunate to see the impact that it had on families and and um, the elderly and and but I honestly think that the uh, what is not the politics but you know who in charge of it all the government mm -hmm. I think the government has has done the best that they could most of them they they're doing a really good job you know coming from somewhere where you have no knowledge of a, a virus but I, I think that starting from March up until now you know the progress that they've made and the things that they have put in place with the mask and the PPE and then shutting things down you know I think they have done a good job with that it's just you know um, we should all respect that moving forward we should all respect that um, and I mean we can't we can't live in fear we can't move forward in fear that's not that's not making progress you know at some time things are going to open and I think they're doing a good job of that opening slowly you know so we we just have to understand that we have to move forward and we have to move forward in faith not in fear and respect the fact that you know this is it's a very serious thing but it can be it can be it, it can we can get through this and and we are and we are so and we will and we will and we are and and i i mean it's we've done good i i, I can't you know we've done very 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 good we've our country is doing good you know i think we've we've all in such a trying time i think we've all really done a good job i think you know with the stand in i mean not everyone has has respected it but for the most part the country has done a very good job with respecting and the guidelines and moving forward and so I don't know I just think we, we have to get over it we have to get through it but in order to get over it and get through it we have to not live in fear and know that you know we this will not be forever so that's how I feel being in quarantine um, at home with your family. How has that been in your life? Being as though we work most of the time, we don't get to spend that much time with our families. And knowing that we were quarantined at home with our families, which gave you a lot of extra time to spend with your families, how did that make you feel? Well, for mm -hmm. me, I didn't have that opportunity. Only because I was part of the essential crew and I had to be on my job just as much as I did when it wasn't quarantined. Um, and that's where I um, actually spoke about the experience that I had personally. 
but um having my family at home it was difficult for me because now i had to put a distance between myself and my family because of the work i did so that and all interfered with my um family time and having that you know quality time at home i didn't get to experience that um i actually had to distance myself from my family so i didn't get that down time i didn't get that quality time i didn't get that but i wouldn't change anything because the experience that i had working in that environment has taught me a lot has showed me a lot and i'm very grateful for it yeah um I feel the same way too. It, I mean, I am also an essential worker, so I was, I was, thankfully at work. Just you know, I'm I'm grateful that I didn't lose my job, or you know, I was able to um, not be so impacted as others are or were. So um, I I feel bad for you know the students and the kids and you know not being able to be socially. Social, not to be able to be social, but um, as far as me and my family, you know, it. I mean, it was it, it was different. It was different having the kids there every single day, not at school. It was uh, a transition that not I only had to make, but I had to make it comfortable for my kids, and um, so. Um, I mean, it was it, I, it was nice having them there, having the kids there. You know, it was it, it's nice to have them there, but it's it's also just a transition that I think that we it was hard to make in the beginning. It was just like we were all scared. We didn't know what to do. You know, um, me being an essential worker, I didn't know. You know how or if I was, you know, passing something on to my kids, you know, just trying to keep them safe, whatever. So it has its pros and cons, but um, for the most part, we've, we've, we've been doing good. Do you feel people from the past, present, is taking this virus seriously? In other words, do you feel that they are following precautions as far as wearing a mask? Well, like everything else, it have those that do and those that don't. Um, there are those who think it was a fluke. There are those who think or took it very seriously, especially like when you're in it. As um, a healthcare worker, as um, someone who has to go in and deal with it on a daily basis, as opposed to those who were not understanding the the whole crisis situation and what it entailed and we had protesters people were protesting the fact that they had to stay inside for this length of time i i think that was very selfish especially for the healthcare workers who put their lives on the line to save the ones who had that um who had that virus, as opposed to the ones 
who were not in the situation, who families probably did not have it and were so opposed to all the guidelines that was issued by the government, trying to protect the people. Um, so it was very hard seeing the ignorance of some, whereas some of them was very compliant, you know, following all the guidelines, and which we, of course, you know, in this day and time helped with our, um, you know, or limit the spread of the disease. So, of course, in every situation, you'll find the ones that um, comply and the ones who oppose. And that's how it was in this country. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, there's, there's, there was people who, you know, who didn't take it as serious, and then there was people who took it very serious. But um, it, it was easy. It was real easy to be, not to be, not to take it as as serious, especially if you're not in it. You know, um, as being an essential worker working in a nursing home and seeing the impact of it all, I'm, I started to understand how just how serious it is and it is actually a thing, you know, opposed to someone else who does not work in it, doesn't know how impactful it is. The only thing they know is what they see on TV. So it's a big difference, you know, so, um, I mean, it was easy to not to not take it as serious, you know. So, um, I don't know. I mean, you're going to always have those people who who are going to be on one side, and then you know, and have their strong feelings and opinions, and and feel like you know they're going to do what they want to do, and then you're going to have other people who who follow guidelines and understand and do the extreme. So, do the, yeah, and do the extreme or do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. But, you know, so, and like um, she said, I, I do, I did find it ignorant because our, our country was in such, 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 such um, of a situation and, and a pandemic and to see people who didn't take it serious when, you know, we, it was such a big thing and it was so stressful and such a stressful situation and um, to see people not comply with the guidelines and the things that we were supposed to do to move our country forward was it was it was nerve-wracking and actually it was hurtful because here we are or here you may have a family that's just wants to that's quarantining and, and following what they're supposed to do, keeping their family in the home, in their homes, and you have the kids who are out of school and they're missing out on their graduations, and then you have people who's outside who just don't feel like it's, it's, it's not that serious. But you have, you know, so it's, that's where I felt like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't agree with that. I, that kind of made me upset because you have, we're we're sacrificing our, our 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 kids being in school. We're sacrificing 
our 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 social life we're sacrificing so much we we're we're in the situation where we actually see um the the impact that it can have on the elderly and or the people with underlying conditions we actually see all that and then for someone else to be as ignorant as they are to just not follow the rules or say well you know this is what i want to do and i'm not going to do this and you know it, i mean that's what made me mad because we here we are sacrificing and we're doing what we're supposed to do for somebody else to just say oh well i don't i don't take it serious enough to do what we're supposed to do it's funny we're talking about this because uh when i went to the store the other day and everybody was standing six feet apart and there was a female that had a mask on who came past a gentleman that was standing in line and she lifted her mask up and started coughing and this gentleman went into a complete rage he got very angry and started cursing at her because she did lift the mask up and did cough I wanted to ask you how you feel about um, when you see parents like I have parents that come to the stores who both have masks on but then when they have an infant or a toddler inside the cart they're not wearing a mask what's your intake on that well they i mean a lot of the stores are saying keep the kids at home um i think if you're going to go out if you can you should go out alone you shouldn't even bring your kids out where do your kids you know what are your kids coming out with you for anyway and if you're going to protect yourself i mean i will protect my child before i protect myself i mean i don't understand why the kids don't have or the infant who is his, who has a weak immune system as it is why they don't have a mask on that's that's the ignorance of it all goes back to that you know but that's just plain crazy to me i don't understand that one yeah um when i look at some of the guidelines for infants i think they say under the age of two, really, we're not supposed to wear a mask. Okay. Um, uh, that was a set guideline for kids. But for me, any parent that is bringing a toddler out at this time, unless they really don't have someone to look after them or, or you know, someone at home that they can leave their toddler with and they absolutely have to then that toddler mm -hmm. should be either with a covering um, not something that is like um, directly on their face because you know stuff happens but at least some kind of um, protective gear not only for themselves um, well basically for themselves but others as well you don't have people coughing in the store people you don't know everybody could be looking okay but um, they could be asymptomatic they can have the virus and not show anything so you always want to protect that toddler your your child your infant child the best thing for me is to leave the infant at home but if you absolutely have to, then 
yes, for your child's safety, they should have some kind of protective gear on. When we first started this um, pandemic, and they were telling us that the drop was that these positive patients would have, or anybody that was positive, and the droppers could travel like 27 feet. I kind of struggled with going to the store and buying vegetables and fruits because of the fact that they are open. How do you feel about purchasing vegetables and fruits in the store at this time? And do you take any precautions, extra precautions, when you take those fruits and vegetables home? Mm, I, I take like any other time because, I mean, the coronavirus is here, but before it was it was still other viruses, the cold virus, the flu virus. And I mean, I take my stuff home just as I would any other time and wash it. And um, that's just how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel. But I mean, I, I don't know. I take my fresh fruits home and I wash them and I don't, because this virus is a new virus but we've had and we've had viruses i mean how long we've had a number of different viruses the cold is a virus the common cold that's a virus you know the flu that's a virus the only difference between this virus is that we don't have a vaccine for it we don't have anything to control it but any there's viruses that are here some people take vaccines for the viruses and some don't. So just like you, those vegetables were there before, and we had the cold virus and the flu viruses, it was it was there. So I think um, it's just like I would any other time. I take them home and I wash them, and that's that's just that was my take. For me, um, I was a little bit more cautious, um, seeing that. It was such um, people cough, people sneeze, people were not wearing masks at times, people use their hands to wipe their nose, all different types of things. I was a little bit more cautious in the fact that um, how easily this virus could have spread and was spreading. So I actually was not out as much but when I do buy my fruits and vegetables of course I would <laughs> I would take extra precaution I would let it soak for a minute you know rinse it out really well but I it didn't really prevent me from buying it I just was a little more cautious in how I would wash and prepare my veggies and stuff like that. Like before, I would not, like if I buy apples or, or whatever, I wouldn't like um, peel the skin, but now I would like peel off the skin and you know, just, I was just, I don't know if it was based on paranoia or whatever, but I would take extra precaution on it. I think a lot of people have paranoia, <laughs> yes. but I mean, Paranoia is the, to the point where what are we supposed to do? You know, like, it, I mean, at some things we have to just bend and have faith and hope and pray that we don't get it. Because 
you can't walk around in a bubble suit or uh, you can't walk around in a, you, you know, you just have to just feel like, okay, I have faith that this is not going to happen and I'll be fine. You, I mean, absolutely. And as it started to ease in, you know, certain mm -hmm. states and stuff like that, then I think sometimes too, the you, yes, you bit. let your guard down a and you'll be like, mm -hmm. okay, it's starting to, you know, decrease in numbers and we are starting to get a grip on, you know, how? our precaution and, and what we should do and how we should carry about ourselves and to prevent certain things. So you start to let your guard down. You start to be like, okay, you know, we are going back to normal, but is it really normal for us now? And I don't think it will be normal unless we have a vaccine. That's why we have to have some type of faith because they can say, okay, tomorrow everything's fine. Will it really be fine? Will it ever be fine right will it ever be fine when are people going to feel like to you personally everything is fine are you going to take it you are you going to believe everything is fine because the government said it's fine but how does he know all the millions and billions of people who has and who doesn't have it you know when is when is it to you you have to personally yourself feel like okay everything is fine or back to normal or back to normal you have to personally feel like that. You have to because whether, like he's, he, the government is starting to lift stuff now and still people are feeling like, oh no, everything's not fine. Why, is, why are they doing that? You know, so people don't even agree with that. But okay, if he locked everything down, do you agree with that? Do, if he kept everything locked down, when do you feel like everything should be either locked down or, you know, lift, lifted up? So I mean, what what do you ex what what does people expect from the government? Do they do they expect for them to keep it like this until when, or do they expect for the government to do things in stages like they are now? You know, they kept everybody from each other. They they put all these guidelines in place, and now slowly but surely, they're just trying to lift things up. So. But still, you as an individual have to feel like you are you are prepared or you feel like it's okay enough to feel like you and your family can move forward from it. You have to personally feel like that. That's how I feel. Because some people, although the government is starting to lift things up, still does not feel like it, they're not ready or it's not time. But you may personally feel like that, but someone else may personally feel like, okay, in stages, I will go, I will move forward in the stages that the government is moving forward to. So, that's how I feel. You have to personally feel like, you know, okay, I, I, I agree, and I'm going to move forward in, in the direction and the time that the government is moving forward, or I'm going to still keep myself and my family quarantined until, I don't know when, I don't, you know, until whenever. So... Being an essential worker and working on the front lines of this pandemic, how has it affected your life? Um, has it affected it in a positive way? Has it affected it in a negative way and why? Um, with me, I think it's been very, very 
in such a, a negative situation, it has brought out more positive than than uh, the negative. And I'm very grateful, very grateful that you know my family has hasn't been impacted or my my no one has no one in my family has died or suffered from it. So that's a good thing. But for the most part, for me, my family and my friends. It's we've only become closer. I mean, even stemming off from work, from um, work all the way down, because in a in a crisis, that's when you know you're either going to come together or you're going to fall apart. You can see the sink or um, sink was a sink or swim, and um, my family, friends, and coworkers, it's it's all brought us together, and we've all. Um, looked out for each other and we've all come together so to me it's 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 been more positive because it just brought out um who we really are you know and in that in that time we've all tried to help one another looked out for one another so it's been very 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 um not very very positive but it's 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 been a situation where it's only allowed people to come together and I think coming together is what we really needed so um, it's unfortunate that it's uh, it was a negative situation but it has enlightened and it has helped and it has brought a lot of people in together because who, who I mean in a bad situation who's walking around you know, in a worse, you know, who's, who's walking around wanting to be in a worse situation, you know, like, if you're going through something, the best time like this is just to just let everything else go that you're going through and deal with what's going on right now, so it's been, it's been pretty good. For me, it has both effects, um, it has been both negative and both positive. In my negative stance, I think what I view is the unknown. You know, you live your life going through phases, but you never know what you're going to meet up with. And to have such an impact, something like this pandemic, not only in this country, but all over the world, come and destroy and close down the entire world. You know, it's such a negative impact, not only on you as an individual, but the economy, the lives that we lost. You know, it it has it it has created not only um, deaths, loss of lives, but it has created such a recession in the entire world. Where now, moving forward, there has been such a great impact on the economy. You know, people who was not working, people who was not eating, people who can't feed their families. 
as it was already so bad the economy now it's even worse that's my negative intake on this mm -hmm. from the positive I have gotten to see people who were on deathbed people who could have lost their lives I have seen them come back into health like being on the front line you see it all but to see people so sick um, also like my family my friends I've had them I've had some of them who you know was sick with this um, COVID and to see them recover and to see like their kids have their mom again like I am so thankful that my family has not been impacted you know but also a lot of like my clients a lot of my friends who also work in the front line um, having to go through that uh, day by day not knowing if they're going to get it not knowing if they're going to be impacted not knowing if their families are going to be impacted you know it has brought out like uh, or a, a community a generosity a, a, a togetherness we all came together as a team and worked through this and it has been such a an experience both negative both positive has come out of this and I'm grateful that we were able to come together work together and come out of it in one piece mm -hmm. basically you know what I was thinking too the timeline from March up until now between March and April how um, a lot of people felt okay like it's okay like um, when we had the quarantine, when they when they put quarantine in, into effect, I feel like the quarantine, we were all okay. We were all all right with everything closing. We were all all right with our social lives being halted. We were all okay with that. We felt like, okay, this is what we got to do. All right. You know, so then I think as as time moved on, it, it, we, we went from maybe paranoia to, like some people, went from like paranoid, scared, to like you know their mental state starting to shift like um so then it becomes like a mental thing because now you're taken away from your family and the friends and the things that you used to do on a daily basis you know some that that's when it becomes like now it's a mental state now you have to check to see if you're mentally still okay because the things that we used to do we are no longer doing and those things became a part of our lives so now not only are we dealing with you know the the country in a pandemic and people are dying and people are are um going through this this whole situation like who would have known like the schools would be shut down for this duration of time right so at we it's like the stages and the phases are unbelievable you your body and you as a mental as a person are going through these mental phases and stages 
like okay in, in a matter of three months so now you go from okay not knowing to quarantining to standing the kids are home you got to deal with this okay now this now you have now you're going through a mental stage of being home all the time not being able to move forward not being no able socialization to go here, no socialize so now i just think that now we really have to just now we're working on our mental state mentally are we okay and mentally is just as bad as um are we physically okay like our health our health we were we were really um concerned about our health with with the whole pandemic and the whole COVID. but now i think at this point being quarantined for three months having the kids um in the homes and and not being able to go to school all social lives have halted now it's a whole mental thing and i think that um some people may not want to say but you know it's their mental is probably a little you know has shifted because um <clears throat> of everything that's been going on you know like three months in the in the house and three months away from everything that that made you who you who you were that's 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 and not knowing like she said before not knowing how or when things are going to go back to normal is mentally exhausting draining um it's, so right now i think that um at this time here we are in may approaching june and we're still on the unknown in the mm-hmm. unknown yeah and yeah. still quarantining and still you know, um, and kids online now kids online. that might become the no- natural norm. Right, and we're worried about their state. I know yeah. I'm worried about my my yeah. own kids' state because you can't keep a child in for this long and then not even knowing what to do for them or with them to be able to keep them at the same basic. yeah mm-hmm. active. Yeah, so when you're not active you are that's a whole that that can cause a mental state depression or mental shift right there so i think right now where we're where we at right now we are not really we're we're just as concerned as our health but i think that now it's a mental we've added the mental state now like we have to really be concerned about our mental state and our kids mental state because it can it can really get ugly and that is a very good point because we have um, graduates now that's graduating and they don't get to graduate. Graduate, And that's a big mental impact right. on a situation where it's supposed to be very positive for them right. because they're graduating, they're coming out into society, they're supposed to be going to college, and now they don't even get that positive um, send-off when they graduate. So I think that's a very big uh, mental impact for them as well. Um, how do you feel about they're talking about opening up churches and restaurants back again? Motels are opening up. How do you feel about that? I just feel like now is not the time to have congregations and beaches. You know, um, our lives is still at risk. That's how I personally feel. And if things have to be gradual. It should not be gradual in congregations, in groups. Like, let's say, for example, a restaurant open up. Okay, are we going to have a family sitting in one area and then 
how many feet apart should we stay from that person or other family like uh, they they try to implement a couple things like six feet apart and stuff like that but in a restaurant how much feet and how much people would they be able to accommodate at six feet apart I'm just a little bit confused on that and the fact that even with a church uh, it's a gathering it's where people come to worship we understand that but it's also a place where it could be easily spread because there's no way a, one person will sit in one pew <laughs> how many people will be able to congregate together I just feel like there are things that should not open all together at one time let's do this gradually let's do this where people could comfortably um, come together in terms of let's say um, retail stores where it can be controlled okay like I think they're taking a certain amount of people in a store at a time it's not too crowded those are the things that we should be looking at not opening restaurants not opening churches not opening I even schools I believe like now there's a different pandemic in children as we are seeing now children are being affected um, is it respiratory wise um, there's a certain thing that's going on with kids do we want our kids out there experiencing this at this time so, you know so so can I alright so with all that being said what should we do there's no vaccine what should we do well what they have in place for me makes sense school they are looking at as they gradually open places what are the impacts is going is going to have are we going to see a rise again so but the only way they can do that is to have open right so but what I'm saying is like mm -hmm. congregations mm -hmm. people gathering in, in groups that is what I'm afraid of because people like me I could be here talking right now mm -hmm. uh, and not knowing I may be infected mm -hmm. because it's always going to be like that That's right the thing, unless they have a vaccine they can open up and gradually open up but with schools with kids <clears throat> what I'm saying is that as they are opening up schools are not going to be if they're going to be reopen in September so now we are but being we are going between September and now you see what I'm saying? Yeah, what I'm going to say is this. Between September and now, we can see if it's um, going to rise. If that number is going to rise. Or are we good? Are we not? Are we going to be stable? Are we going to see a rise in the pan pandemic with the opening of places? So, therefore, we can tell if it's okay for the kids to go back to school. Mm -hmm. If, according to how it goes, when we reopen I think that um, when we open anything whether it be now September or anytime it's going to be a risk 
Period. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. I honestly think that, you know, because it is of the a fact risk. that we don't know how many people have it. We don't know who doesn't have it. And the numbers could go up. And they can, can go, go down. down. They could be down now because we're not around each other as much. They can go up once they start. And that's what up I'm stuff. saying. So, so we, when if if we and when we gradually do that, mm -hmm. we can see by the numbers. Are we rising in numbers? Uh, is people going back to the hospitals? Is hospitals? So we are looking at a status where it's based on the numbers going people back in the hospital or are we stable are we you know able to control that i guess it will all tell in time exactly. I, I, that's how yeah. i feel i think in time which that's the only thing in time because what do we what no one knows no like and unless like i keep going back to the vaccine unless there's something that can control it the only way we would know is by being around each other and gradually opening things and being, you know, um, I mean. Well, this is it. The the um, intake I was getting from this is people are positive with the virus. The hospital, once they are coming off the ventilator, they are discharging patients and sending them back home. I think there's a little confusion on once these patients are back to their normal self without any respiratory issues, at that point, when is the virus, is it dormant, is it not dormant, can you catch it, can you yeah. not catch it, we don't know, but well, yet they. they are putting people back into environments with everybody that might not even have the virus. So. Um, there's a lot of questions open, and we're not getting too many answers on it. And that's no. the thing that people are a little wary about. Yes, because I don't think they know. No, you and, know, then, and I think they're they they're they're learning. There's so many as people it, as we too who is untested. Like mm -hmm. people who are walking around, coughing, sneezing. They don't know if it's allergies, if it's the cold. Mm -hmm. Like nobody has any idea if this person has COVID, if this person is not. So it's just a risk. Mm -hmm. Something that came day. to mind for me as far as the virus um, spreading is, how do we even know if it's not spreading by money? <laughs> the virus could be on money too. Money travels worldwide. Everybody gets money. Regardless of what kind of money it is or what country it is, money is still being distributed among people all over the world. So how do we know that's not how that's how it's being Well they said you know, I think they were saying how it could it could spread through money. Like mm -hmm. this germs are on money. So what are we supposed to do? Take all the dollars in the whole world, destroy them, um, sanitize sanitize them and then create new dollar bills to send out. This whole thing is so um, incredibly unexperienced and we're still learning how to um, adjure to it. If you were to go to a restaurant, um, if you were to go to a restaurant, if you were to go to a restaurant, would you wear a mask and would you say to whoever's restaurant it is, the people that are cooking your food, 
Um, are they wearing a mask? Or, or and if you're sitting there in a restaurant and you have a mask on, you still have to take your mask on to consume food. So how would you handle that? Well, for me personally, I'm watching the world as it opens up. I am very cautious. Only because I've seen firsthand what it could do. Um, so, for me, a restaurant at this time, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to be in one. But, like, how are you going to do that? You need to remove your mask to eat. That's the first thing. So, are we going to remove our mask, eat, put it back on, or... Are we so comfortable now that we are not going to wear any? Or so comfortable with wearing them. Right. Because we've become I, I have to personally has gotten so, so how do you comfortable. not wear them? <laughs> you know you know, we've become we've adapted. So we how have. do you how do you take that back? We've adapted, we're immune to protecting ourselves. So how do we, and I understand for everybody, I understand, I understand. It took a while for us to get to this point to say, okay, I'm going to, we, we have to wear a mask, we have to wear a mask, we have to wear protective everything. So it took us a while to get here. So now we're here, we're, we're wearing it, we understand it's a part of our lives. We can't, we can't go anywhere without norm, it. You know, yeah, it's our, it's our norm. So, mm -hmm. so now we, we adapted this lifestyle of wearing protective stuff to leave our homes so now how do you take that back because actually in all actuality we're protecting ourselves from something so how do you feel okay without it like this now is saying okay i don't have to wear this am i okay without it that i think that that's that's where everything comes into play like, right and that's know, why for me going to a restaurant it means somewhere along the line I got to remove that mask, right. mm -hmm. exposing myself to who knows what's out there. So, so do you think that at, at, at any point we're all going to feel okay? I don't think there will be an okay phase. I think we will still be very wary of something that's out there. But how, we, how are we supposed to now adapt, adjust? our lives to some type of normalcy right that's that's my thing how yes. how do you move forward how do you move forward how how do we move forward because we've we've we have been with this pandemic and everything we've seen it we know what it can do they shut everything down they've been not instilled fear but we and they've instilled fear you know because saying like you know you can't go out or you, you know if you go out some people feel like if they go out they're going to die they're going to uh, they're going to contract something that's going to kill them so we know a little bit more about it because we're, we're knowledgeable because of where we you know we're um, essential workers but how do you move forward how do you say okay i think i'm trusting enough to not to trust that I don't have to wear the mask out and I don't I can do this or we can do this or my family could leave the house or even after even afterwards 
do you do you guys think that it's going to be a time where we feel comfortable enough with actually living our lives like we did before? Mm, that's going to take some time. Mm. My final question to you is, <laughs> is there any advice that you wish to share with the world in regards to being uh, essential workers on the front lines of this pandemic? What I would like to share with everyone out there is as the world begins to open up again, just be mindful that, you know, it's still a very cautious time. Just take your necessary precaution. Be mindful not only to yourself, but to your family and to your friends and to your loved ones. Um, that, you know, don't take anything for granted. Life is short and we just need to appreciate and respect each other. Um, what I would say is, um, Just don't live in fear. Know that, you know, we're going to get through this. Keep your mental state good. You know, um, whatever you have to do to to um, get through this, you know, do do that. But I just, you know, don't, don't live in fear. Just live in faith and know that we're going to get through this. But still be cautious. Because, you know, you, it is something out there. It is something out there. And so um, just keep yourself safe. Follow the guidelines of what the government is saying. Follow the guidelines. Keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe. And um, But as we gradually move forward, um, just have faith and not fear. Because we are going to get through this. Okay, thank you ladies for taking the time out to spend with me and doing this broadcast. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. welcome. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Okay, thank you guys for joining us for another discussion on Grow God's Light. Until next time, blessings.